What's up and welcome back to the third episode of Not Your Average Gaming Podcast. My name is Ben and you're joined and I'm joined here with Chris and oh, Tyler. Howdy. How we doing boys? Tired. Oh me too. Me I'm too. It's Thursday. It's fifteen degrees out. I'm here. The sun is shining. With my two bros. We're gonna talk about video games. So yeah. What have you guys been playing lately? Nothing. I was gonna say you've been playing a massive amount of games in a short amount of time. Hey, problems. Let's get addicted. Oh, you're addicted. Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, League of Legends as always. You know, just big classic fan of League of Legends. And, you are uh, a new fan. Oh yeah, I've been playing since the beta. Dude, he's not even a fan. So oh, no, all right. You want to spin around and blow it? <laughs> so fucking corny. <laughs> I've also been playing Dragon Quest. Uh, you know, just keeping up with a few games at a time. How about you, Chris? Oh man, uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna, all right, so Keep I short. Uh, <laughs> no, he can. I, uh, drag this on, Chris. Drag it on. <laughs> all right, dragging it on. That's like hour of my friend Pedro. <laughs> all right, um, I finished my friend Pedro on Sunday. Then I uploaded the second episode. Um, that was um, that was a, that was entertaining. The pictures you um, sent me. I'll show I'll show you the picture. The pictures you sent so me had me the, dying. The final boss is um. Not only himself, but Pedro, <laughs> who is a giant banana holding two F nines, and he looks like Thanos. That's ridiculous. <laughs> this, this is what you look like underneath your mask. That's... If you haven't finished it, it's goddamn beautiful. Oh, it's wonderful! I was laughing so hard at this game. Pedro's actually pretty freaking hard. Like wow. he killed me a bunch. Doesn't sound like Pedro's your friend. Yeah, uh, we had it up falling out, and then I blew his head off. <laughs> so, what would you give the game? Because I know you, when we. Goddamn fantastic. When we went uh, through the game awards, you were saying how much of a good game that was. That and I heard. thoroughly enjoyed That game was just goddamn like hilarious, and like the controls were fun. Everything about that game was goddamn crazy. You could be like Max Payne on crack, with, mixed with Neo from the Matrix. Hey, I'm glad you finally got good. And then you could, um, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could skateboard and you use their skateboard to smack a guy in the face and kill him. My favorite weapon, though, is the frying pan. Kick that shit up, shoot out a few times, it pops off, kills everybody. Oh, yeah. That's aesthetic. It's beautiful. Goddamn beautiful. Um, also, I uh, finished Gears 5 on Sunday. How was that? Wow, that was fast. It was shorter than I thought it was going to be. How many hours would you say? I don't know. I didn't count. <laughs> Well, you're good with that, though. You know... I don't I actually don't remember. I thought... Because I thought there was going to be five acts, but there was only four acts, and the last act only had two chapters. Oh, okay. So, a little shorter than you thought. I think maybe uh, DLC for that game come out? Um, Expanding the not. game? They, they don't usually ever do um, campaign DLCs for Gears. Uh, it's always um, multiplayer maps and stuff like that, which I do want to um, jump into the multiplayer, because I used to be a huge fan of Gears multiplayer. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I had a lot of fun on... Like, just playing Gears brought back a lot of memories of Gears Multiplier and stuff like that. Just how much fun I had on it. Yeah. So, maybe, maybe um, when I get some time, I'll jump into the Multiplier channel. I need to jump into that series. <laughs> we should co-op it. Um, well, they have all the Gears on Game Pass, right? Yeah, um, co-op them. Alright. Uh, I'll think I'll probably start downloading them today. Yeah, I, have, I actually have them all installed. Yeah, I'll start downloading them. because I got the code for 1, 2, 3... In judgment when I block your score. Huh. So I already have them installed. I also do want a co op with you on ha- uh, Halo. Yes. Oh, that's. Oh my god, I love that series so much. <laughs> um, also, I've been playing um, some Death Stranding. Of course. How's uh, the delivering of the packages? Oh, it's, it's delivering. <laughs> it's a great. How's, great how's the mountainside treating you? I got up it. Good job. I spent, um, what was it, like an hour? Uh, yeah, you were you were trying to get up that mountain for a while. And I decided, I had to deliver a package on top of a mountain. And I didn't want to go around and find the easy path, so I said, I'm going to go straight. I'm going to just go this way. Oh, you're going to Skyrim it? Oh, I did more than Skyrim it. I ended up, um, Skyriming it. 12 ladders, I think. 12 ladders? And I was carrying a body, so I couldn't carry 12 ladders, so I had to climb, put the ladder down, Climb, put the ladder down, run back down the mountain, go to the uh, little um, shelter out there, make more ladders, run back up it, 
put ladders down. I end up making, I end, I end up remembering that I have a zipline right next to that shelter. So I put another zipline halfway up the mountain. So then I just zipline back and forth and climb back up. And <laughs> put ladders down. Oh, I got up with though. Innovative. It took me an hour. And I, I was just stubborn as shit about it. So you're telling me you spent an hour climbing up a mountain. Climbing up a mountain. In a video game. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't die at all. That's I a- did fall once and landed on my stomach, and BB was not happy about that. Well, you landed on a child, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, he was not. He was not happy. He was crying. And yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> not the crying part. Not the crying part. <laughs> my, my grown man falling on him. Oh, man. But yeah, no, um, I um, ended up completing a few acts. I'm on chapter 8 out of 14. Oh, wow. You're already almost done with the game, huh? Yeah. So I'm excited to see how this game ends. I'm looking forward to it. I'm gearing up to get it. I need... You gotta gear up to play it. Yeah, I need to mentally um, prepare myself. I've also played a little bit of uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. How's that been? Great. I beat the second boss the other day. Yeah, I beat the second boss the other day. <coughs> so that's a no good game. Beautiful as all can be. Absolutely sorry. You haven't seen the look of it. It's just... <laughs> so pretty. Um, it runs. It runs pretty good. Um, I have there has been some like lagging in some areas. Like I was on a swamp and it was lagging a little bit, but nothing really too too bad. Nothing too like messing you up while you're in the middle of fighting a monster. So that's been pretty cool. Um, also. Oh, yeah. Uh, Untitled Goose Game. Yes, uh, I got on Game Packs that came out on Xbox and PS4. On uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday. So I've been playing that. I've been having so much fun with that because punk. The people that don't know Chris, the goose is Chris. They're the same. They're the same. You can't get any much different. They are literally the same. Get fucked. Yes. I think the word you were looking for was similar, Ben. But uh, okay. yeah. I, I won't blame it's, it. it's the same. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a goose. I woke, up about, I woke up about an hour ago. Give me some slack. I'm not even going to give you an excuse. No, absolutely not. That's not acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> you should be prepared 24-7. You shouldn't even have to sleep. All right, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, We've been playing besides hooky. Oh. Really? Really? <laughs> um. When was it Monday? I think Monday I finished uh, Diablo, and I've been grinding the hell out of it. I think I'm Paragon level 25. Now. Nice. I have a level 70 Demon Hunter. I just started two more characters. I uh, a Crusader and a Wizard. Nice Wizards. You're a Wizard. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. I'm trying. I'm. I've been grinding with the uh, demon hunter, going through nephilim rifts, just trying to get better gear. And I've been increasing the difficulty. Right now, I'm on expert. I've unlocked all the way up until torment six. Nice. What's the highest torment? I think it's like it's in the double digits. You know, twelve. That's not right. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I also been. I also got an Xbox recently, so I got Game Pass. I downloaded Untitled Goose Game. I played a little bit of that last night. I enjoy it. It's fun. I recommend it. Did you fuck with the gardener? I did fuck with the gardener. The only problem I'm having right now is I can't get him to wear his fucking sun hat. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing that I'm missing right now. I don't think I did that one. I can't get him to wear a sun hat because I'll take his hat off his head and then he'll just chase me down and I'll run past the sun hat and he won't grab the fucking sun hat. What you need to do is like, um, you need to goad him into doing it. So like a lot of times he'll chase you down, grab another item while he's chasing you for the, the hat. And when he turns around, grab the other hand run. I'll try that. Alright, Um. Super things have worked. I've also been playing. I also downloaded Lego Star Wars Three: The Clone Wars on Game Pass. Been enjoying that. Oh, Lego Star Wars is just Lego. Uh, just Lego games in general are just good. Yeah, I enjoy the hell. There's nothing more fun than hanging out with your bros, playing some Lego Star Wars. You know, holding hands sometimes. 
Is that what you dream of every day? Yeah, absolutely. If you uh, guys would just want to come over sometimes. Play like, like, what's that? Thinking about the Beach Troopers when he's when he thinks of that. The real Beach Troopers, Chris. Yeah, it doesn't only Beach Troopers, but call Shore Troopers. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. God yeah. Damn it. I've just been on a gaming binge lately. Been trying. I've been opening the door to many varieties of gaming for me. Yeah, we're gonna play some Gears one day. Yeah, I'm gonna down. I'm gonna start the download on those games today. I want to play through that. I've never played the series. Sweet. Because you let me borrow Gears 4 one time, and the disc was nowhere to be found. I still don't know where that disc is. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Chris, mm-hmm. you had something you wanted to uh, say today? Uh, oh, first off, we have, we have very little minuscule, minuscule gaming news. So, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Scuff. No. No. Alright, so you don't know what Scuff controller are at all? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, I do, I'm pretty sure. Um, the, the controls of the back paddles. Yeah. Um, Sony is releasing a DualShock 4 button add-on that's coming out next month, January 27th, that you just hook into the bottom of your PS4, and it adds two buttons that you can change what buttons they, they are on the back of your controller. So you put, like, an X or a square, so you don't have to move your hamstring or your joysticks in order to jump into your button and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, if, if marketed for competitive gaming... But uh, I'm going to get one uh, just because I'm curious about it. Yeah. Seeing how good it works. Um, this is what it looks like. Oh, okay. So it's just like a regular PS4 oh, controller with an well, addition. What's it called? Scuff. This is, um, no. Yeah, yeah, these are the uh, extra. This is the only thing that's going on. This, um, this little like, small unit on the back. This right here is right across. So this little, like, with a little like yeah, the LCD screen that hooks up onto it and he's in a two button. Okay. Uh, so that's that's actually gonna be thirty dollars compared yeah. to a scuff controller, which is two hundred dollars. Oh. So if this thing works pretty good, that's gonna be like really good for like pro gamers. Just people who really who are really into the competitive scene. Yeah. Like Overwatch, Call of Duty. Apex, Apex, Fortnite. So it's probably, probably not something I'd use because I don't really play competitive. Neither do I, but I'm so getting it. I'm going to use it on Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, my buddy Marshall was telling me, because uh, we were talking about it, um, a good one for it would be for Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Really, actually? Map the um, item cycle buttons and the item use buttons so you don't have to um, move your hands off your joysticks and like you can like change your items and get ready to heal right out of dodge. You know what? I'm a huge Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you know, Souls fan, as you know. So I might I actually. I don't even know who you are, guy. Yeah, who the hell are you? How uh, did you I get here? So that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you guys offered me. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to see how um, how good it works. Looks interesting. We'll see if I find a use for it in my non-competitive daily life. <laughs> When's it coming? When? Jan- January 27th. Uh, you can get pre-ordered now. Oh, okay. And it's gonna be thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Thirty or thirty-five. So honestly, it's not. Not gonna break the bank, really. Better than buying a two hundred dollar controller if you're not really if you don't have that kind of cash to spend. This is just like that. And especially if you're not in the competitive gaming scene. Yeah. Now you say thirty dollars won't break the bank, but what if I want some chicken nuggets? Well, chicken nuggets are like oh, also five bucks. It's gonna break the bank. Um. Also, the, it's too much. It does slot into where you plug your headset in, but the um. Uh, back button attachment does have a headset for it. So you will be able to plug your headsets in and use it still. So you won't have to get a wireless headset or anything like that. Oh, okay, cool. So it won't really. screw that up. No. I forgot to that. But yeah, so I'm interested. Um, it doesn't seem like it's really too large. Um, I'm sure it'll add a little heft to the controller, which isn't bad. So that's, that's cool. Definitely get it when it comes out. Also... Xbox kind of, um, well, Microsoft kind of backpedaled on their Xbox Series X being the name. I don't know if you guys know anything about that yet. Yeah, yeah, you had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. No, they backpedaled on it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right. The next generation of Xbox is called Xbox. Yes. Okay. The one they showed at the Game Awards is the Series X. They're going down like a um, um, Apple yes. iPhone kind of route where like, all right, so this is the iPhone. This is the XS, and this one's the X, and this one's the Eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it looks like they're gonna probably be doing like uh, multiple like uh, models and stuff like that of the Xbox throughout the years that we have this life cycle for the next generation. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. So that's um a little weird, a little interesting. That's pretty cool though. 
Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, we'll see what they do. Kind of hope that that console isn't as big as it looks. That console's beefy. I know that was a. I mean, I guess if the hardware is as good as they think it's going to be, and we'll just have to see. Kind of like the fucking tower of a computer. Well, I mean, you know, it's it is definitely the size of a computer tower, but if it works well, it's kind of worth it. You know. Yeah, but not a lot of people have that kind of room underneath their um yeah. entertainment stand. That's true. That's the biggest thing. Like the thing about consoles is like. They're nice boxes that you can just put in your entertainment stand and your TV and then play. You don't need a separate desk for them. That's also true. But, you know, gamers will find a way. Yeah, and someone will complain. Yeah, someone will. There will be complaints. Yeah, and they'll try to make a slimmer version, more than likely. And we'll say. Uh, yeah. News this week has been very... Minuscule? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, it's the end of the year. A lot of stuff's been going on. The game awards and everything was last week. Yeah, not a lot's been going on. We'll, we'll pick up next next year as soon as it heads. Oh, as soon as we all get back. Um, <sighs> this will actually be my last episode of the year. I'll be in Florida next week, so our lovely gracious host Ben and Tyler will be taking over. Stating on the record, Florida doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion. That was awful, Florida. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, also, the Game Awards got a peak of 45 million people watching. Wow. Which was like 73% up from last year. Nice. Wow. That's crazy. That's Alright, so I, um, I did have a small little question for you two. Uh, what is your um, gaming resolution for next year? You can stop this one off, buddy. Oh, man, he just threw you under the fucking bus. So, I, I do play a lot of League, and I recently, you know, had, like, a, a temporary suspension because I tilted too hard, and yeah. somebody really uh, just drove me crazy. So, for next year, I'm just going to try my best not to uh, tell somebody that their mom should have swallowed them. <laughs> is your new year, is your gaming resolution to be nice? No, just a little less toxic. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what about you, Ben? My, my bar is pretty low, so... That is a low bar. <laughs> I mean, me being toxic, playing games, kind of up there. I can You're be toxic. that toxic. I can be toxic. Yeah, yeah, well, but what's your resolution, man? Don't, don't steal my no, I'm not what stealing. Are you, you know, just come here into my house. Oh, my. You're technically in my house right now. In my house. <laughs> steal my resolution, man. What's your resolution? I want to open the door to more game genres. Oh, wow. You've been doing that a lot, though. I have uh, ever since... Before, when I met Chris back in like 20, what was it, 2013, 2014, I was a very closed gamer. Sports like, and Call of Duty. Sports and Call of Duty. Yeah. GTAs. Yeah. I would play all the big, like, name games. Like, yeah. I played all sports. Nothing I was wrong like with that, though. into Call of Duty. I was very into Grand Theft Auto. But ever since me and Chris, he really, really opened the door and showed me. There are more game. There are more genres than just sports, first-person shooters. He introduced me to RPGs, MMO RPGs. Yeah, yeah. And when that really drove my interest into gaming, and I wanna like the games that are coming out next year. My younger self wouldn't be playing those games, but already I already plan on pre-ordering them, picking them up, and beating, beating them, finishing so, them. So, what's one genre you'd say that you want to try, like getting more into next year? Just one. <sighs> so I know you're pretty psyched for Final Fantasy VII, which I've never seen you play an actual. You know, like, the only Final Fantasy game that I've ever played was Final. Yeah, it's fourteen. Final fourteen. But this is but like that's a whole an MMORPG and. This is new for you, then. Yeah. Brand new. Final Fantasy VII will be brand new. Because you've never experienced the story. And it is a... Me and Chris will tell you from experience. It's a great story. And I do have a very opinion... Like, I'm very against turn-based. And Chris has tried to get me into turn-based. Although he gets the bus. 
Yes. Which is purpose. Yes. I will open the door to that. I want to do... You'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, are you going to be playing a turn-based game with you next, next year? Yes. I, I'll sit here and play Final Fantasy Seven with you. The original? Yeah. All right. If you're strung up for five weeks, I'll come over and play Final Fantasy Seven. Four months. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am looking... This... The first half, I've been saying this is the first half of 2020. I am so excited for gaming. Dude, you know what? That's awesome. Glad you're opening your horizon for gaming. I and can't wait. I can't wait to see you uh, suck at Final Fantasy, <laughs> but I'll help you. <laughs> Have you seen me in 14? I suck in 14 or not? <laughs> no, that might be late soon. I, I heard you play a mean samurai, though. I play a mean samurai, and I tend to walk off the edge of maps. <laughs> I mean... You gotta add some spice. <laughs> we were oh, we were waiting we were waiting until everyone was ready for the bot. What was it, Lakshmi? We played Lakshmi. You never fought Lakshmi. It's a uh, 3D action where you call reveal, for real or something like that. And yeah. Press it. It was a little bubble. And I'm like, all right. So press this button actually for real, but don't do it now. He jumps up, <laughs> presses for real, activates, it, turns around, and walks off the edge by accident because he actually had auto walk. Everyone on everyone in the. Lobby was very impressed and was very proud of me. I've never seen somebody be that bad. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good at Final Fantasy XIV. No, I'm aware you're good, but I Chris didn't believe me that I would play it. That's like I backed off an edge during a raid. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you did. You told me about that story. That no, I just messed with you, back, but I can't wait for. Uh, I can't wait until 2020. 2020, 2020, 2020 gaming. gaming. Oh yeah. Not excited. So. How about you? Platinum. More games. Uh, you know, That's you, also mine, but I'm not going to kill myself over it. I personally, like, I was like, oh, maybe branch my horizons out a little more. But, like, the only games I really don't play are sports games and competitive games. I'll get you into it. <laughs> I have no interest in playing either of them. Yeah, but you're a baseball fan. Yeah, but I have them will be the show, but I don't. <laughs> He'll only play it. You like, play, I like story games. You've played NFL with me. Me and Ben have played yeah, NFL with terrible you. terrible <laughs> You were all right. You were bad. You, it's like a video game. You picked that. You played Madden with me. You threw. You took over for me. And you, the first yeah, play that, that you good. took over, you threw a ninety-five yard touchdown. I was like, "What the fuck, Chris?" Yeah, yeah, that's a badass. And then I'll say to that Denver Broncos D. <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, I want to um, try to platinum more games <laughs> than I platinum this year, which I think I'm at three. You platinum this year? I maybe did one. I think I had like two of them. No. I think I had like three of two. Three or two. I got Star two Wars. Three. I got Resident Evil Two. I got Kingdom Hearts Three. I think that's all I planned for you. I think I have to look through my list. Oh, I planned on MLB eighteen the show this year. Yeah, a big surprise. That's actually surprising. It takes a lot to actually plan. Yeah, I mean it's bad though. Baseball and bad are just like they just make sense. They go. It's like go bread and butter. Yeah. He wasn't trying to platinum it. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I wasn't trying to platinum it until I got a, a trophy and I went to my trophy list and saw that I had one more and I was like, I gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, I gotta do it. This makes sense, man. I kind of saw that coming from you though. Platinum in more games the next year. Yeah, I, um, I love platinum games. What do you have? Fourteen. Seventeen. Seventeen gives you a sick sense of just superiority over other people. Huh? Um, oh, his. I, I haven't looked, obviously I can't really know, because I haven't looked at any of their trophy lists yet, because they're not out yet, but I, I want to play them 7 when it comes out. Can we? I wonder if, uh, you how... You can play 7 on PS4. Oh yeah, because it's on... You, it, it does have trophies. You do need, unless you do it right the first time, you do need to, um, do, do playthroughs, because, um, you need to want Romance for, uh, Barrett for the, um, Gold Saucer date, and you have to click certain options in order to get his bromance meter up oh in order God. to go on the date with him. Barrett's new voice actor. So good. I love it. I wonder how hard it'll be. Sounds like Mr. T a little bit, doesn't he? Kinda, yeah. yeah. I wonder how hard it'll be to uh, Platinum Avengers. Yeah, that one seems interesting. Cyberpunk, I'm interested in seeing what their trophy list is. I can't wait for that. I don't game. really know much about it, honestly. Then what Avengers? Yeah. Oh my god! What? Uh, there's it a bunch, looks there's good. gameplay for every character, right? Out for every character. Yeah, and there's six characters announced for it: Thor. Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Captain America, 
Hulk and Miss Marvel. The design looked really good from what I saw. The game looks really good yeah, from cool. what I saw. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, I think it's kind of like Destiny a little bit in the sense that, like, I, I know, I want to say it's four player. Mm-hmm. Four player cooperative. There's single player missions, but there's also four player cooperative missions you can do. Oh, cool. And, like, there's also missions where, like, all right, this is a Captain America mission. It's like Captain America. And then there's other missions. I forgot what they were called. There's like a specific name for them. But then you, you go and you pick which Avenger you want to play, and three, three, and you and three other buddies join up and pick other Avengers, and you go and do these missions together. So it's yeah. yeah, so I'm really, door, um, and then there's custom, there's um, there are um, like RPG mechanics. You'll you'll, you'll level up. You'll get, I think you. I don't know if you get skills. I know you do get gear and weapons and stuff like that, and you can customize your Avengers. Oh, you can make them look unique. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, they'll be like costumes and stuff like that. Like, I want to say they announced that there's a um, classic costume for a cat. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love that one, huh? Yeah, it's the one I'm going to be using. Yep. Not that I have any problem with their design. This design looks great. Yeah. Cat oh, um, cool looking Avenger. Speaking of 2020 and the future of gaming, what's your opinion on them? Not, <clears throat> I wouldn't say. I would say. Announcing or hinting at another Spider-Man game. I want it. Give it to me now. PS5 launch style right now. <laughs> You're obsessed. I love Spider-Man. Oh my god. The last one. Oh, I platinum Spider-Man. That's the game I platinum this year. I think it was because it came out in September of last year, right? Yeah, you platinum last year. Dude, the graphics for that game was so sick. I loved the story mode. Everything that game was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Oh wait. Yeah, you can play. Yeah, you can play as Miles Morales. Yeah, but you don't. You don't play as play as Spider-Man. Miles. No, I wish they would do something like that. Um, I'm hoping with the sequel, um, when the sequel does eventually does come out, I, I, I have no, um, no doubt that that's coming out eventually. And then you have the Iron Man VR. Well, the game did really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It would be stupid for Sony to not release a second one. Because it, it hit Because they own so well. Oh, yeah. They own the studio. Yeah. <coughs> and I don't see them not the, making another one. They also own the rights to Spider-Man, too. So, I mean, as, as well use like, your best character, superhero-wise. Yeah, um, and I really can't wait to play the other superheroes. Oh, I want to play it. You read, read, like, a Venom, game. Venom game. No, Like, the Flash. Oh, the Flash? Yeah. I'm a Green Lantern fan. You know? Yeah, I'm a Superior Flash fan. Oh, did you hear it? Superior Flash fan. Okay. Yep. All right. All right, now we're getting the super- <laughs> All right, this is the new superhero podcast. We're talking about the no, Flash but- 24-7. Uh, Green Lantern right. outsold the Flash for like 10 years. I know, okay. I know this is not video. Yeah, but he doesn't anymore. No, obviously not. This show is wicked popular. I mean, to go off, sidetrack we're off. We're already sidetracked. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, we're already there. Did you hear about the new Venom movie getting... Uh, Okay. Wait, what happened to the new Venom movie? It's greenlit. I think oh, it's, it's to go? Yeah. Nice. Sure it's greenlit, and it's it's going to be not PG-13. It's going to be... Rated R? Rated R. Nice. Yeah, we, we, were, we all saw that movie together, and honestly, as fans of superheroes, antiheroes, everything, Venom's probably my favorite antihero in the Marvel universe. I love universe. Venom. And Tom Hardy, I love him as Venom. He just fits the role very well. Have you read um, Donny Cates' Venom? I have not read Donny Cates' Venom. You should. Why you think I'd like it? Is it like very like Tom Hardy ish? It reinvents the entire lore of him. Really? Is that newer or older? New. Okay, yeah, so that's probably why I haven't heard of it. But yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's why Venom's an anti-hero now, right? um, Considered uh, continued to be off the tangent. It's um um considered to be one of like the best comic books ever read. Better than Watchmen. Wow, that is saying something. Watchmen is like and the art is just absolutely stunning. I'm definitely gonna give that a read. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back on the video games. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that All was right, a good tangent. So that today's topic tangent. for video games is fast boss fights. Yay! <laughs> something everybody loves, something everybody hates. Boss fights are like something a little complicated. You know, sometimes they can be weird or straightforward. You can't live without them. I would love to live with them forever. Because I love boss fights. How do you feel about boss fights, Mark? Mm, 
I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard him talk about ball sets before when he's just them. Ben's a real rager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just I rages. I can't fucking beat him. Ben is also, do the same thing, die. Do the same thing, die 30 times. Then he's like, wait, I know how to do this. How do I do this? Ben, I think Chris has helped me like three or four times in Final Fantasy fourteen. with yeah, we have to help each other. Yeah, we but literally the, work together. That, the game is based oh, on... Oh, the, so, I, like the, yeah, the solo duties. The solo duties. Well, the, the game is based on the community. It's like a community setting. Yeah, but so. these are solo duties that you have to complete by yourself. Oh, okay. Good and you have, to, you have the other NPCs. Gotcha. Actually, that one, you, you don't have any NPCs once you come there. It's just you. The, the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Let's <laughs> so we'll go around. Let's start with Chris. All right. First off, we gotta say spoiler warning. <sighs> These upcoming boss fights, obviously spoiler. Some will be new. Some will be old. But some of mine are new. Let's start with Chris. Uh, first boss fight. That's one of your favorites. In no particular order. Let's start. All right. We're gonna go with this one. Um, Brave from Uncharted Four. <laughs> we all love Uncharted. <laughs> The boss fights in Uncharted aren't, like, the best boss fights. They're, they're not. Just, it usually just amounts to running around in a circle, firing a gun at somebody. Yeah, but, like, they're not, like, your normal bo- boss fights. Like, no, it's a run. Wraith is a little different, because, um, you don't have any guns, and you're straight up, you're straight up having a sword fight with him in a uh, pirate ship that's on fire. I remember. And my favorite part of this boss fight is when you grab the sword, finally, Wraith picks it and goes, all right, unguard, dickhead. <laughs> Chris says oh, that at least once a week. A little bit live. No, but it's just, it's a hard, it's a pretty hard boss. Yeah, it is. Crushing. Oh, because I beat it on crushing. Because you, you like to kill know. yourself over games. Well, you have to like. Um, yeah, that did. <laughs> I also platinum. I platinum Uncharted this year. Uncharted four. You did? Huh? I did platinum Uncharted four this year. Oh yeah, because you did I'm the multiplayer. Hey man, you keep tugging yourself like that. I'm gonna have to take you outside. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's cool because like you have. I think it's like square and circle. You have to press, and like you have to like watch where Wraith is swords going in order to dodge it and like block him. And you have to like um, when he gets funded, you have to do like a few attacks on him. And you keep doing it. You do get checkpoints in between, but like just just a fun boss fight. And I just love the unguarded dickhead. Uh, the character development. Like, no one knows as Nathan Drake is superior. Mm-hmm. Nathan Drake in general is amazing. Ben! What about you? Let's get a boss fight. Uh, my f- one of my favorite boss fights would have to be Nidhogg in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, <laughs> I love that boss fight. That boss fight is well, fucking amazing. Boss fight thing. So, <laughs> let's hear it, man. Chris started Final Fantasy fourteen. What three months before me? Yeah. You, I started in like October. It's kind of like July. And Chris kept hyping this boss fight up, and he's like, "No, I wasn't even hyping it up. It was I don't know how to fight this guy. I just struggled my way through it." Did you do a solo? Did you do it with Gokhan? Never played Gokhan. Okay. And I asked Chris right before we started, I'm like, what do I have to watch out for in this boss fight? What are the mechanics? He's like, all right, give me a second. Muted his mic. He's like, all right, let me just watch a video before we do it. He's like, all right, so the conclusion of this boss fight is stay out of the shiny bits. And what he means by shiny bits is stay out of the fucking massive amount of AOEs that he portrays in the fucking fight. And I think... Also, also, make sure you stack up for eight shots. Yes, because... Otherwise you'll get eviscerated. <laughs> like me. The mechanics in that boss fight, once you do it, is pretty straightforward. And I just enjoyed... I like the two-phase structure of it with, um... When we have, um, Nidhogg, and then you... Oh, it's like three-phase boss fight. Yeah, you had the... Nidhogg, then you fight Estinian Hog, mm-hmm. which is... By what and then you fight him again, and he's, like, on fire. Yes. And it's just epic. And then I enjoy the fucking music. Oh, yeah. And then the beautiful song of the Dragon Song. The like, Dragon Song. Like the first part. I also like the music um, on the second and third parts, too. When it gets, like, like, hyped up. Just the music in Final Fantasy fourteen was amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're Final Fantasy. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one of mine. How about you, Tyler? So, uh, one of mine would have to be Oogie Boogie from Kingdom Hearts 1. Not Kingdom Hearts 2. So, Kingdom Hearts 1, all the little 
you know, dickheads in Halloween Town, little, his little minions there. They kind of uh, bring Jack to Oogie Boogie, capture him, whatever, and you have to go save him. So, um, basically, it's this, like, cool, like, gambling, like, scene. The music's great. Oogie Boogie's voice actor is awesome, as always. And, he, I don't know, I just really like that, that fight. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, you gave me a look. I'm like, no. I'm, I'm on the PlayStation website, and I was like, game's coming soon. And there was like a couple games on the list saying coming soon. They're coming in 2019, and I don't understand when they're coming out. Uh, I'll figure that out later. So, I don't know. Part of, the reason, part of the reason I really like this fight, I like Oogie Boogie as a character in general. I think he's like, <laughs> really cool. He's one of the best songs. Yeah, he has the best songs. He's from a Disney movie that I really enjoyed, which is Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Like, you know, but he's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Was Danny DeVito in that movie at all? I'm not even sure, but if Danny DeVito was in that movie, he had to wear a top hat. I know that for a fact. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie Tim Burton and Danny DeVito go together like that. But uh, King Hearts One was a classic. I mean, the camera angles now. I could never play the game again. <laughs> camera isn't that bad. I'm talking about the original King Hearts One. Like they redid it for like 1.5 and stuff like that, and you know it was way better. But I, I just didn't. I didn't think I could, you know, deal with it. Now that we have such advanced gaming, but I really, really love the soundtrack. I like the fight. I like how at the end, Oogie Boogie, you're literally just climbing him at the end, and then you just gotta, you know, beat his ass as you do in every game. They're pretty straightforward in Kingdom Hearts, but it was one of the games I really enjoyed, and one of the bosses I really enjoyed. That's one with like the um, yeah, 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 the exact one I was thinking. It's like that's the good one. I don't like the second one. No, the second one was not my favorite at all. But I mean, also. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Alright. What about oh, you, Chris? Let's go for okay. another boss fight. Alright, um, should I choose another Final Fantasy one? Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to different one. Yeah, right, I'm gonna go with the, um, the Scarab King from Halo 3. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, holy crap, I forgot so about you that. got for a loop. Yeah. Freaking, that's like in the deepest portion of my memory. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, I wasn't exposed to Halo when it first came out, so I was team. But I got an Xbox 360. I actually worked like a summer doing yard work by Xbox 360. And I bought Halo 1, 2, 3. And I beat them 3, 2, 1. But <laughs> I played the first one first. Can I ask why? Um, Halo 3 looked prettier. <laughs> so just knew it. It was shiny. It was shiny. Yeah. And I was like 14. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I got stuck on the, the Scarab Cake. And all I do, all I remember is trying to figure out how to destroy this thing and just driving around on the mongoose around like don't fucking kill me, don't kill me. And I remember like just driving around and I'm like, wow, this game is so cool. Like this game just looks so good. Yeah. That's the reason why I have weird nostalgia for that boss fight. No, I hated it at the time, but then my second pitch was like, oh wow, this is. I think I ended up like trying to like formulate a jump to get on top of the scarab tank to get into it, which you could. And then I was like, hey, look, I can kill these guys. <laughs> it was a weird time. Halo was very different, too. I felt like no other game had really portrayed, like, the sci-fi genre to that level at that time. Like, with those graphics. It, it definitely helped elevate my love for sci-fi. Oh, dude, absolutely. I really kind of felt like I was in an actual, like, being a kid, I would see imaginations greater. But I felt like, as a kid, playing through the levels of Halo 2 was my personal favorite. Oh, Halo 2 was so good. Like... It felt like you know, I was in actual wartime, like, in this game, and I was, like, very engulfed in it. Me and my brother used to split-screen all the campaigns for each game. Well, I don't even know if they let you anymore, but, yeah, that's what yeah, we would do. I didn't have split-screen. Yeah, I, well, a lot of modern games don't really have it anymore, which is, it's, it's a shame, but, you know, those are the days. You had four PlayStation controllers. But didn't have, so, yeah, yeah, well, we didn't, literally. we didn't have them online back then. Like, it was yeah, available. But, we have online now, and I still want split-screen. Yeah, exactly. Split-screen was the best. Some no. things that like indie games are really great for is they'll they'll have couch co op. There's some games you have to play couch co op. Oh, I love couch co op, man. That's my favorite. Especially the, you know, one game that's really good for it is Super Smash Bros. You know, that, yeah, that's pretty bad. I not even co op. You just beat the shit out of mm-hmm. each other. I love it. No, that's, it's a great game to sit around with your friends with. But yeah, that's all. Like Mario Kart. Ben, Ben, your second boss. My second favorite boss is. Don't say me. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tyler, for joining us. Have a great day. Uh, it was a <laughs> miserable day. I should say my favorite boss is, is um, it, it, Sean. Yes. Nobody knows who that is. Exactly. That's what um, one of my second favorite boss fights has to be Balder. 
God of War 20, the newest God of War's final boss. Oh, yeah. That fight was just... All of those fights were intense. Oh, yeah, all the fights in that game are intense. Oh, like mommy, mommy, mommy issues, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I do. Mommy! The whole fucking game, man. I wanted him to die so bad. It was... I just enjoyed the hell of the... <laughs> the fighting technique in that game. Oh, like, like the, from the axe. Yes. And just having to come back. Hello? Oh, and it comes back and you hit a guy in the back when you kill him. So this is pretty controversial. Leviathan X or Chaos Blades? Oh, shit. Leviathan X. All that. I'd go with Leviathan. I just think it's a better weapon. It does more damage. Yeah, but the, the um, Chaos Blades are faster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So they, they kind of do like the same. Okay, Jackass. I got the Chaos Blade, but I literally use the Chaos Blade for the rest of the game. I just feel like it's better. Like, I, I feel like it's easier as me for me, like, my playstyle, to use the Leviathan Axe. So that's why I prefer it. You prefer it maybe probably like the same reasons. Oh, I like Switch too, but I'm not... I like the Leviathan Axe. Like, when I was a kid playing RPGs, if they gave me an axe, they're like, I don't want that. I want the sword. Even though it's so much worse. Oh, yeah, no. I want the fucking sword. I want the sword. I prefer sword. I want the giant sword. I want to know why. Listen, man, I get it. I'm the same way. If I'm playing an RPG, I want a sword. But I'm not supposed to act as good. Vikings are badass. Yeah, yeah. But that whole fight was just... I enjoyed the hell out of it. Let me ask you a question. I hate you so much. How long does it get to be there? Wait, first time or the second time? I really don't care. I just wanted to make a fun. Yeah, yeah he, all he wanted to do was do that. But I think I died like two times. That's not bad. No. Like That's a pretty point. difficult game, honestly. So. Well, that was pretty difficult, yeah. Yeah. Boy! <laughs> I, did, I did love Kratos just being a father for once. <laughs> well, being a human being, actually. So yeah, I, no, they really humanized him. He yeah. was such a piece of fucking garbage. And yeah. then they, he comes in this game, he's like, boy. I love it. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I tolerate you. I tolerate you. Well, he tolerates another human being. <laughs> uh, I felt yeah. like I was talking to my dad. <laughs> my other boss site, honestly, so this is a classic game for me. Uh, I played this. As a child, I loved this game. I played through it. Fantasy 14. You have. I don't. Yes. I haven't played. Fuck. But I. All right. So I. I beat this boss a bunch of times. Played through this game a bunch of times as a kid. And one thing I really liked was Ganon from Twilight. Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Okay, we did pick the same one. So, as a kid, that game was my favorite game. Uh I remember the first time getting up to Ganon, like you know, saving Zelda from him. He had captured her, and you had to go all the way to the castle he had her in, and then. It goes to like this little mini fight scene, and then you're chasing him because he's fleeing from you or something like that. And you're riding on. Um, I was actually gonna put this on my list too. Yeah, I, I I can't remember if you're riding on Epona or if you're in your wolf form. Um, you might be on no, you might be in your wolf form. I know, like yeah, I'm, I remember I, I remember very explicitly the part where like you clash sword and you yeah. have to mash the XRB or something yeah. like that. And then and you, it's very hard. The, the way you kill him is you have Zelda who shoots the not Link. Zelda, who yeah. shoots the, like, white arrow and pierces Ganon. Yeah, she pierces Ganon through the heart, and it kills him. So, for once, it's not Link killing Ganon, it's Zelda. My, my favorite, and um, I love that. My favorite Ganon kill is Wind Waker when he jumps up and he stabs him in the head. That was, uh, that was technically... <laughs> that was pretty brutal. Oh, yeah, that was Ganon, not Ganondorf. Okay, that was... Because Ganondorf uh, is Ganondorf. Yeah. Isn't that his human form? Is Ganondorf and then Ganon is when he fight, mutates? You don't fight Ganon in his true form. You only fight Ganondorf. You gotcha. play Puppet Ganon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. jump on Ganondorf's head and you stab him. That game was so... Like, the soundtrack alone for that game, I can listen when, to. When Waker's my favorite Zelda. I noticed, yeah. Mine is Twilight Princess. So, I mean, it makes sense. It, uh, I love Wind Waker. It makes sense why we don't get along, because you're a filthy uh, heretic. Yep. <laughs> No, I love that game. I do play that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I actually was thinking about putting the Twilight Princess boss fight, not the final boss on right? I had to. I, I had also to... really like the um, the Snow Temple boss fight. Oh, I was that was my was second like option. Princess. Yeah, that was my second option, man. Dude, honestly, I love that entire Legend of Zelda in itself is beautiful. It's so creative, but Twilight Princess for me was like the best one. So, but yeah, what about you, Chris? Um, I swear to God, if you take the one I told you last night, I'm going to be pissed. No, I didn't. Okay, good. I didn't even have that on my list. Yeah, actually, what, I, don't know. I actually did look up what that boss's name is, and I can't pronounce that. Yeah, I can't. I'm just going to say... <laughs> yeah, All right, uh, gonna talk I'm going to go something. with um, 
my next one of my other favorite boss fights is um Father Gascoigne from um Bloodborne. Oh. Which is the second boss of Bloodborne and is the real it is really when the difficulty spike hits. Oh. <laughs> no, it really is. They throw you into that fucking game so quick. Well <coughs> um, Bloodborne is like you're going through this game. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm really sorry. And you're fighting monsters and whatnot. And everyone's kind of slow. So much of the past, but you're fighting monsters. Big like werewolves and stuff like that. And you get the Father Gascoin. And Father Gascoin's a hunter. Just like you. He fights. Just like you. Except better. Yeah, way better. Like, so now you're 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 still learning how to play the game and you're like, yeah, I can stun this guy if I shoot my gun at the exact moment. And now you have Father Gascoin doing that to you. Uh-huh. Dodging you, going around you, just messing you up, using his trick weapon on you. And then halfway through the fight, he turns into a werewolf, and you're just like, what is this? It doesn't help that the whole time he's taunting you, saying he's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to kill you. One thing that's pretty cool is, though, um, you can get the um, music box, and you can play that if you have a second to play it, and it'll actually stun him. Doesn't that put him in hard mode, though? If you do it three times. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody inexperienced get that and be like, yeah, hard mode. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> get wiped. Yeah. You can use it like at key moments when you really need to heal mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or if you just want to damage him, you just really need to get him at one last hit. Which, one last as hit. we know in Souls games, there's like a bunch of times where you got the boss and then one last hit. And then they're just like, yeah, by the way, die. Also, he just looks cool. Shit. Oh, dude. And the music was so good in that boss fight. It's scary as fuck, dude. It's so hot. You're in the middle of a graveyard, too. Yo, did you, like... Did your anxiety go up in most of the fights in Bloodborne? Because when, when I played Bloodborne, I felt like it was Dark Souls on steroids. See, my thing is, like, when I played Bloodborne or Dark Souls, I see giant hulking monster, and I'm like, alright, cool. I see small guy with weapon. Ah, no. No, no, no. Skill-based fight. Multiple <laughs> <laughs> times. Uh, dude, I hulking monsters I could deal with. Small men with sword? That's a little different. Like, as a boss fight, those are usually when, like, it's cranked up. Oh, my God, dude. They they thought you were like, oh, this guy's I got this. And then he just pulls out something and just kicks your ass. Except for those dudes. I think it was Dark Souls 3. The, the guys, they, they have snake heads or whatever. This oh, the ones in Sims. Yeah, they were so easy. Yeah. No, they were annoying. Really? Yeah. Because you're trying to fight them. You're trying to dodge axes that are go that are swinging back and forth and some guy's shooting a giant arrow at Luna. Oh, you went to strength build, right? Uh, no, strength dex. Uh, I went, I'm pretty sure I went full dex for, like, my playthrough of the game, and it was just easy, because you could stunlock them and kill them and run away. That's all I did was dodge rolls. Yeah, it was just the environmental everything that was messing Yeah, there was more than just them. There was tons of enemies. And was, there, there was some shooting arrows at you. Yeah, we're talking about boss fights. Not, anyways, we're not talking about Southern Fortress, which is the sword deal in itself. Souls games are amazing. Ah, Ben. Benjamin. Button. Don't call him that. I'm gonna call ben the homo. Because oh, okay. I love him. And we're both gay, and we're getting married when I'm not. So, <laughs> um, that was awkward. That no, was, was very... It? Look uh, me in the eyes when you say that, Ben. No. That was talk, awkward talk as fuck. Boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. My third boss fight that I love, because it's a 30-second boss fight, is... I don't think it was intentional. I mean, I'm pretty... It has a 60-minute time limit. It has a 60 but it usually takes about 30 seconds, would be Cape Westwind in Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. So, the boss does have a name, but we can't pronounce it. Rick. Totten Sas Arvina. That's the best of my ability right there. And I'm he is pretty the first eight man boss fight and in it Lawman's lo- team. And whenever I get we get him on trials roulette, we are so excited because it's the easiest XP ever. It's just hack and slash the he whole does time. Have, like, mechanics and stuff like that. But you blow through But the- because of how much damage you do and how like they didn't stat him outright, you just blow through him. Yeah. Like, normally, tanks will pull the ads that come. No. You just try to focus on him. You ignore everything and just kill him. It's a 30-second boss fight. It's the best it's boss It's so fight. great. It's awesome. Because when we play Final Fantasy fourteen, we go through our roulettes. Mm-hmm. And roulettes usually take a while because they're full-blown dungeons and then full bo- actual boss fights. And then when we get this, we're like, Oh shit, we don't even have to try. We we can just focus on just beating him and just getting on to the next roulette. It's just so good. 
It's just literal hack and slash. It's like one of those moments of relief. Remember I waited like 10 minutes to uh, Q4 when I first played it, and uh, I was queuing as a samurai, so I wasn't paying so I was getting crap queues. And I get it. Those oh, DPS God. queues. And I'm like, oh god, this is going to be weird. I'm like, I'm playing with seven other people. Like, I was kind of a little nervous. I was like, ah, okay, cool. And I'm watching the table. I'm like, alright, cool. And we just start going, going. 10 seconds later, it's done. I'm like, oh. That, that, was, that was easy. <laughs> that was very easy. But yeah. That was uh, my third boss fight. Mine would be... Well, are you also there? Oh, yeah, I'm also... I'm looking at you. I'm waiting for you to tell me what your third boss fight is. But I'm waiting for you to tell me... Uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, go, go. So, anyways, my third boss fight's gotta be the Gaping Dragon from Dark Souls. Kinky. Yeah, it would be. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of things about the Gaping Dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, alright, so when I first played through Dark Souls, uh, it was years after the game came out, maybe like two years, but I saw this thing, I'm going down like to these sewer pits, and all of a sudden I see this giant mouth, like, beast thing, and I'm like, oh, that thing's gonna kill me. I'm gonna fight this thing. And honestly, it came close. I wasn't very good at Dark Souls, but I just thought the design was so cool, and the attack patterns were awesome. When it, like, starts it was disgusting looking. It was gross, but I thought it was so cool. I don't know why, but I thought it was awesome. And just fighting this thing and the music that's going on while you're fighting it, I felt like my life could end at any second. Yeah, it did. It, it did. Almost. Almost. I actually beat it my first try, and I was very surprised. Look at this thing, Ben. It is terrifying. It's just like, a, its entire back is, or is it its stomach? It's, it's just stomach. teeth. Just giant teeth, and it spews out like this vomit acid stuff at you at some point. And you have to dodge out of the way, and the map is like it's large, but it's pretty big. Yeah, there's there's a cliff part where you can fall off, so yep. if you're not paying attention, you oh, literally man. dodge roll and <laughs> die. <laughs> but it's a huge. It's like this this thing encompasses like almost the entire thing. So I'm just like, and like you'll be like you'll be like you'll go on like a side to attack it, and then it will start walking. It'll hit you with speed. Yep, it, it can huh. just hit you with AOE. Yeah, that's like crazy. But it's honestly one of my favorite boss fights because how cool it is. I was very like. It wasn't a hard one, but I was overwhelmed by, like, the size of this thing. I heard, um, uh, I remember watching a guide for it, and it stuck with me just because it was what guy said. He was like, alright, we're gonna put the Gaping Dragon, or some people call it the Vagina Dragon. Obviously, they don't know what that looks like. But they <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. It looks nothing like it. Yeah. <laughs> alright, Chris, what is your, what is this, your fourth? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, you don't count Nidhogg. There's somebody... Great, has great, um, has great taste. Thank you. Who's talking about me? There's only two of us at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go with, um, um, Metal Gear Ray from Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, hell yeah, dude. So, the, the reason why I love this fight is because you fight Metal Gear Ray and Metal Gear Rex. So it's just two giant mechs beating the fuck out of each other and firing missiles at each other. The, it's, that, o- it's always my highlight of my Metal Gear Solid 4 playthrough. Oh my god. I've beaten it. Metal Gear Ray is so cool, too. Yeah, Rex is cooler, though. No, yeah, Rex is way cooler, but I'm saying, like, Ray is a badass, man. Uh, it's just great. And 4, four was probably one of the best games in the series. No, no, I like Sneaky to the best, too. But <laughs> four, I love, um, 4 gets mixed reviews sometimes. It's a little weird. It's super weird. But I love it. But in Snake Eater, you go around collecting posters of... <laughs> the hidden secret what is, it? is the Easter eggs of the posters of, like, girls or whatever. Yeah, they like that in every game. Though. Yeah, I know that, but it was just cool. You can literally wait an hour for a boss to die in that game. No, no a day. It's a day. It's not even that. No? You save the game and come back. Oh, really? Is yeah. that quick? I thought you had to wait, like, a day. You can change your clock on your PS2. Oh... Alright, my fourth favorite boss that I've ever fought would have to be Lazarevich in Uncharted 2. I hate him. I hated him, but it was such a good fight. The I, I hated was I did my crushing. Oh yeah, I did it on normal. Twice. Oh yeah, because you played it for PS3 and then you got the remastered. <laughs> and you killed yourself twice. But yeah, I loved it. The mechanics were good. He's a dick, and it's Uncharted, so Uncharted 
to me, it's probably one of the best games. I like the scene where um, when when you start the first boss fight and like he calls you out. He's like, "How many men of mine did you kill to get here? You're no worse than me." That's not his voice, but that's my impression of Blue Letter Bitch. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I love. He's he was a dick. He deserved to die. But yeah, that was mine. How about you? Alright, so I'm going to go with another Souls game. I know it's repetitive, but it's my favorite series. One of them. So, Ornstein and Small. Small. It's Small. But anyways. Dragon Slayer, Ornstein, and Execution of Small. Yeah, exactly. So, you come into this thing, and it's just two, not regular size, but humanoid-looking people for once, and like they're in full suits of armor, everything. One's got a giant hammer, other one's got an electric spear. And I'm just like, whoa, this is going to be tough. So, I was not prepared at all for this when I first, you know, took it on. I think I died to this fight 20 times, and I'm not kidding. Uh, so, going in, I would just try to hide behind the pillars, everything, do whatever I can to survive. It felt like actual survival to me, this fight, I, because I was just so dedicated and so determined to just get it done after I'd failed so many times at it. And finally, I just figured out, hey, beat Smo up first, and then go fight Ornstein Solo. Which is actually the harder mode I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kill Ornstein first and you fight Smell. I didn't do it that way. Honestly, the first time I beat them, because I had tried killing Ornstein first, and it was just way harder for me to fight Smell big. I don't know why. I just couldn't do it. So I finally beat Smell first and then Ornstein. And yeah, from there, it was just wicked easy. And I just knew his attack pattern better, I guess. But one of my favorite boss fights. It's so cool how he absorbs Smell and just becomes like this giant Omega form of Ornstein. And Ornstein's armor is sick. And if you beat, if you do it that way, you you can get Ornstein's armor um, yeah. from the merchant. And vice versa. Vice versa for Smell's armor. But, you know, everybody wants Ornstein. That's Ornstein. Yeah, Ornstein is Smell. Yeah, dude, they are menacing. And, and they tower over you. Oh, uh, yeah. You're like this tiny, like, you feel like you're a badass because you have, like, all this heavy armor or whatever, yeah. and giant swords. But these guys make you look like straight chumps. I would yeah. never be able to tell. Yeah, I, can you tell he's a big Souls fan? No, he hates Souls. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Chris? Alright, well, since we already talked about him, I'm going to talk about the end from Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, damn, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if, um, if you save the game and change your clock to a week later, uh, the end Die. Rest in peace. From old age, he's a hundred. Oh Jesus! But you can also, um, in the beginning of the game, um, you do see him in a warehouse. You can snipe him and kill him. No, huh. and he'll be dead, and you won't fight him. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, he also also gives you um, if you um. So this is a technical avoidable boss fight. It is completely avoidable. That's pretty sick. I always did. I always just changed my thing because I didn't feel like because he's actually a pretty hard boss fight when you're if you actually try to fight. Yeah, him. no, that's a straight up sniper battle, and he's cannon. Oh, that's wonderful. But you can get on the most in the got from him, which is uh, a tranquilizer sniper. Oh, that's okay. the thing that's good that's is cool. that um, the end doesn't use actual rounds; use tranquilizers. So if you get knocked out, you'll wake up in like a cell, and then you can just leave and go back to fight him. Like the ultimate hunter dies within a day. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of his life. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, my fifth boss that I like because <laughs> me and Chris managed to fight him every, uh, her every fucking day we did trials and roulettes would have to be Ravana. Ravana's a guy. Ravana, okay. Guy, girl. <laughs> we every I think it was like three weeks straight. Every time we did trials, we got Robata. And it was every time, every single time. We always and, got a stupid tank. Yeah, we always had a stupid tank, but you kind of it lived. wasn't me. Huh? No, it wasn't, and I was DPS, so it couldn't have been me. It was <laughs> damn. <laughs> How did you know? Uh, what, was that, what was that one that like? There's a part where like um he targets the off tank and he just targets him with a blast. And it'll hit anyone behind the tank, so the tank has to move it away from everyone. And he literally ran to the other, to the rest of the party and killed everybody. Yep. Yep. 
And we've wiped. I can't even count how many times we've wiped on that because this tank is stupid. I like that boss fight. The music's great. I like the extreme version better. I haven't done that. I did it on Saint at level 70. Oh. Put a party at level 70. Okay. It was fun. Yeah. How fast did it go down? I think our quickest was like five minutes. Oh, not bad. Back to you, Chris. And Tyler. Oh, yeah, well... And uh, Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Speaking. Whatever his so name is. So my fifth and final favorite boss fight. Uh, well, I figured five was a good cut-off point for the boss fights. And then we go into the, the next one. Well, whatever. Anyways. Uh, Chris has like 15. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it's all of them. I don't run through all of these. I, I, I only had five. I only had five. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Chris is much more prepared than us. That's why I already know. I did this yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, so my um, fifth boss fight, it would have to be Angeal. Angeal, for me, was like this crazy moment in Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core where you realize that Zack was no longer just a regular soldier. He was about to become like. He was, he was about to experience some shit and, like, change as a person. So, you're traveling this whole game, basically, trying to find uh, Angeal and Genesis and Sephiroth. Who have, not Sephiroth. I think Sephiroth stayed loyal. Or my memory might be mixed up. But Angeal and Genesis went rogue. And you have to find them and try to, like, see what's going on and figure it out. And you finally encounter Angeal for the final time. And he, he uh, fights you. You're playing as Zach Fair, and just the fight felt so like um, like you're coming into like a new character because Zach changes as a person after that fight. He's not as jokey. Uh, his hair changes. He gets Angel's. He inherits Angel's Buster Sword, which there goes to Cloud afterwards too. And it's just it's just a really good fight for me in video gaming history because yeah, it was a hard fight. First of all, you know, playing as a kid, Crisis Core came out probably when I was like maybe 12 or 13, I'm pretty sure. Still one of the best Final Fantasy games I've ever played. The soundtrack's amazing, the roulette system was cool, the card system was whatever, you know, awesome. But yeah, Angel would have to be my one of my favorite boss fights of all time, just because of like the symbolism of that boss fight. Awesome. Alright, so I'm going to run a few, uh, few of my a couple of them. Okay. I'm gonna run a few um few of uh, the rest of mine. I'm gonna talk about a few of them quickly. So I got uh Shiva from Final Fantasy fourteen, which um has like the best. I love Shiva. Music. Shiva's great. My, my, the absolute best part of that fight is when you get to the halfway point and she freezes the battlefield and she's like, and now I was like scattered like dust in the wind and then Snacks her heels and just breaks all the ice on the music just And then the heavy music just takes over. It's so good. Um Good King Mugamok from Final Fantasy Party. Yes. <laughs> I love it. No, I just love the music. It's the like, music. like um Um This is Halloween. This like, is Halloween. The Good King Mugamok. Yeah. Um, Puppet King <laughs> from um, Wind Waker, which is a great fight. Um, Pedro from my friend Pedro. <laughs> the um, the Kraken from Gear Five, which is the final boss fight. Uh, Use a railgun, blow its face open. That's fucking gory. Yeah. Um, Liquid Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid Four. The cool thing about this fight is you're on top of God, what called? I think it's one of the base. I don't remember. It's been a while, but you're on top of this structure, and it's Snake and Liquid Ocelot, and um, they're straight up having a fist fight. And as you go through the fight, there's like four phases. Your health bar is um, Metal Gear Solid 1 health bar. It has the music from Metal Gear Solid 1. Then it goes to Metal Gear Solid 2 with the music. Then Metal Gear Solid 3 in the music. Metal Gear Solid 4 in the music. Then you finally beat him. It's just like, and as you get to the fight, Snake and Ocelot are just getting so worn down. They're moving so slowly. I think they end up just a few times just punching each other in the face at the exact same time. Oh, it's great. Um, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, God. The final part of it. Where you just use Obby Slash and kill him. Sephiroth from any game. Oh, my God. And then uh, my final, uh, one of my absolute favorite boss fights is um, Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid 1. Dude. Uh, if you don't know what's, how Psycho Mantis goes, 
he messes with you. Well, yeah, um, you, you have to switch controller slots, correct? During that fight? Well, yes. Yeah, he uh, starts taking control of your mind so he knows exactly what your movements are, but it's just him controlling your character. So you have to unplug your controller and push it into the uh, player two slot. The player two slot. And then uh, he'll be like, oh, I'm going to read your mind. You know what? And he reads your memory card. He goes, Ah, I see you've been playing a lot of Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even, like, it's so funny when you find him in Metal Gear? I think it's Rising with Raiden, whatever it is. He's just such a scrub in that game, and you just cut his ass off, man. Are you like Mantis in Rising? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Look it up. I'll tell what to do. Back check me, bitch. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, like always. I mean, like, you've never even played baseball before. <laughs> That's a fib. A fib? What are you, 12? You can't say the word a lie? Like, lie? That's a fib. Fib? You? What do you mean, the school play? Yeah, it doesn't appear in. It's not it only really appears in 1, 4, and 5. This one, 5. What the hell do you fight? It's like, because Psychomax is dead by then. Oh, yeah, dude, this is Psychic, dude. You Told you you were wrong. Alright, so. Who the hell is that that you fight? I gotta figure it's, it out. Like, Alright, so that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. We went pretty hard on our boss fights. Oh, did we? Holy yeah. crap. Did you want to run through your list? And, and I did! I ran through my list! Hell yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, so that's gonna uh, do it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please get, um, give us a rating and a review. If you're on Spotify, keep listening, keep sharing, and play more games.